as the leadership team at Growth Tools has grown over the last few months, uh, I found that uh, in onboarding two and a half new directors at the company, uh, a larger and larger chunk of my time has been spent in meetings, uh, going over stuff with them, brainstorming, planning, reviewing different things they're doing for the first time, just generally answering questions and whatnot. Um, and due to that, my calendar is getting super wonky. Um, so I put together a few uh, preferences for how to schedule meetings with me that I just sent out to our leadership team. And uh, I thought I'd just read through this. I don't know if this would be helpful for you, uh, where you're at in your business. Maybe you have a much bigger team or a much smaller team, but thought some of these general guidelines might be helpful for man- managing a calendar, especially if you're taking a lot of live calls, a lot of uh, calls with your team and whatnot. Uh, so here's the note I wrote to my team. A larger and larger part of my role this quarter has been spent meeting with you guys to help plan, brainstorm, and review different items. Due to that, my calendar availability has gotten wonky, so I put together a few preferences for scheduling meetings with me. These are meant to make the process easier for you and more efficient for both of us. It seems a bit overkill to write all this down, but also feels needed uh, so my schedule isn't a hot mess. Please review and let me know if you have any questions or need clarifications. I appreciate all of you. A few, a few rules of thumb, and there's four. Number one, timing preferences. I much prefer to take meetings in the afternoon. I usually reserve mornings for deep thought work like writing, reviewing, planning, etc. So generally try to schedule 1 p.m. Central Time or after. If we agree to do one in the morning, schedule the way. If we didn't and you really need uh, the meeting and no afternoon slots are available, schedule in the morning. But ping me with a quick email with the reason for it and why it was needed. I still might need to reschedule, but this help me. This will help me get back with you much quicker. Number two, next to something. I prefer to have a meeting scheduled next to something else. So if you see a big block of open time, try to schedule it at the beginning or ending of that time next to something else that's scheduled. That gives me more open space for other meetings or work versus cutting a large block of open time into smaller blocks and having less options. Number three, include the details. When you schedule with me, if you would, please include the agenda for the meeting, why we are meeting, what's the goal, what are, we ta- what are the talking points, as well as the Zoom link we'll be using in the calendar invite. This allows me to make sure I'm prepared and that we're both efficient and on point with our time. Number four, don't leave, please. I love this one, by the way. (laughs) If you join my Zoom link and I'm in the middle of another meeting with someone else, please stay. Please don't leave unless I specifically ask. I use my Zoom room like a regular physical office and schedule meetings back to back so they don't go long and the next person forces the current meeting to end on time. So when you show up on time, that helps the current meeting end. P.S. These are all a work in progress. Thanks for considering these uh, rules of thumb. I appreciate all of you. So I don't know if that's helpful for you. Those are four little scheduling things I've noticed about myself that I prefer. And hopefully this will help get the, I know right now I'm just in a season of lots of calls with it, with uh, new directors to get them up to speed as quick as possible. And that's the best, one of the single best uses of my time. Uh, so I don't want to end that, but I do want to kind of tame the madness. So hopefully this full, these four rules of thumb will help me. If you found them helpful for you, try them out. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Harris underscore Brown on Twitter. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.